Hello and welcome everyone to the Reader Copy Recap. It is Monday, March the 15th. It is um, daylight savings time now. Is that what it is? Yes, it really screwed me up. It messed me <laughs> up, honestly. I was looking at my stove and like, that's off. The timing is off. I think we lost an hour, right? Yeah, I think so. It's like we snapped and we lost an hour and <laughs> came back. Where was I for that hour? <laughs> Uh, my name is Chris. I am joined by the Sam Wilson to my Bucky Barnes, my co-host Daniel. Uh, more like your Steve Rogers, okay? No, okay. <laughs> All right. Old old man Steve Rogers, maybe. Welcome everyone to the Reader Copy Recap. Here on our second show, we run through a, a show uh, and go through all the story through it. And uh, we're doing episode zero for Falcon and the Winter Soldier this time around. We just completed the WandaVision run, Mm -hmm. and man, that was a great show. It feels good to be back in the MCU, and just a week from now, we're going to be back again following um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and uh, this is going to be like episode zero, kind of like recapping everything that's brought these characters up to this point. Right. You know, we're curious, where where are they starting out at the start of the show? We're just going to go through all of the movies that they've appeared in, kind of go through their story. Um... And yeah, we could do that for WandaVision, and we're doing that for these two characters, Sam Wilson, a.k.a. Falcon, and Winter Soldier, James Buchanan, Bucky Barnes. Yeah, um, before we get into it, I want to break down the stars of the show. Uh, we have Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, Daniel Burrell, Emily Van Camp, and Wyatt Russell. So it's not just the two titular characters. There's some pretty strong characters uh, and then some new ones, too. So I'm interested in to see uh, Wyatt Russell's U.S. agent and how he fits in the show. Yeah, we've only really seen his uh, his backside as he's running to <laughs> the middle of the football <laughs> field. We don't know what his real thing is. Is he just uh, a mascot for the U.S.? We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but let's uh, start off with, I guess, let's start off with the older one, Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bucky Barnes. He first appeared in Captain America, the first Avenger, and played by Sebastian Stan. And in this movie, when we start off in the movie he's taller and bigger than steve rogers right you know uh steve rogers he's was kind of a shrimp and he was picked on mm-hmm. uh, in the child and his childhood and um we're in like world war ii era right yep and um, sebastian stan plays uh bucky where he's just trying to um defend him as all the bullets trying to attack him right yeah and you know he's tries to enlist steve rogers but he's just too small and instead, they sign him up for the super soldier experiment, top secret. Ends up becoming super yoked. He, he becomes Chris Evans. <laughs> right. And then, um, much like what we think US Age is going to be, it's almost like he was a mascot for a while. Right. He was just like uh, rallying up the troops. Even though he's got all these mm. big muscles, he doesn't have any legit training, I guess. Like, yeah. We know he's a hero, but he's just kind mm. of a, a mascot for now until we realize he's got some skills under his belt and we throw him into war. And when he gets into war, that's when he rejoins Bucky. And um, he even joins like uh, the guy with the mustache. I forgot his name. Dum Dum Durgan, was that his name? Oh, like that. <laughs> yeah. That one dude, I think he's wearing like a bowler hat. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, this whole crew, this crew with these random individuals, is called the Howling Commandos, right? Right. Yeah, and they form like their own squad and their their wrecking shop. We see even hints of Bucky as Winter Soldier because there's like a sniping montage that he does, right? Oh, right. Okay. As we realize, this crew, they've got it together. They're Mission after mission, they've got it all together, and uh, leading them in the forefront is Captain America. What's f- the funny thing here is I didn't know Captain America uses guns, and in this movie he's like, of he does. barges in with a pistol. I don't know. I just thought he's he's like a, kind of like the Batman hero character. Who he doesn't kill, but he's just shooting guys left and right. No, he's a soldier. <laughs> he's kill. He's killing Nazis. You're a mascot last week, okay, bud. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was selling bonds. <laughs> um, there's even a point where, like, I think Bucky gets kidnapped or taken, and they do experiments on him already, and Steve saves him, right? Do you remember that part? I don't remember that part. Was that uh, they're just rappelling into the base trying to save him? Something like that. It was a really quick sequence. And then and then um, eventually we lead to the point where um, there's, like, a train sequence yeah. in the snow, and that what leads Bucky to his death or what we think to be his death. He falls into the frozen river. Right, he's fallen uh, to the side there as the train repels like the side of the mountain. And uh, this is like in the comics, this is when we thought Bucky just died, right? I remember it in the comics, it's like a plane crashing, right? And it's the same Mm -hmm. moment that we lose Cap for a while. Right. And, you know, we think he's dead. It's not until the second Captain America movie, The Winter Soldier, that we see Bucky uh, return as the villain. But actually, the first person we see in that movie is Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson, just another uh, veteran up in Washington, right, in the Capitol, going for his, like, morning jog and happens upon Steve Rogers uh, as they go for jogs during the same time. Yeah, and he's, like, lapping him. (laughs) On On your right. And um, they become friends. They get to know each other. Uh, And then he says that he was part of like a paramilitary rescue team. And later we see that he was talking about the the wings, even though he Captain Rogers thought it was like parachutes and stuff, right? He thought he was a pilot. Like he was a wingman is the words he used. Mm -hmm. Um, Did not know that it was some type of experimental high-tech wings that he's trained in, right? Right. And then throughout the movie, um, we see that this is where like it's revealed that S.H.I.E.L.D. has been like infiltrated by Hydra for years and Winter Soldier (laughs) Elytra Winter Soldier was like uh, a Captain America version of of Hydra like they brainwashed him they gave him a new arm and he's like their super soldier he's just activated at certain points right because for what 50 years he's just under ice and he's uh, defrosted whenever they need him right very much an Austin Powers (laughs) (laughs) it's Austin Powers they stole his mojo right they gave (laughs) Um, he does all these um, assassinations and it's actually Black Widow that is explaining to Captain America who the Winter Soldier is, right? Um, in this movie, we first meet also Emily Van Camp's character who is like um, Agent 23, I think is like her code name or whatever like that. Is it like Agent 13? I don't know what the number Some is. Some number. number is. Yeah. Um, it's Steve Rogers' like great, great niece. <laughs> I guess so. You're right. Peggy Carter's, oh, that's kind of weird to think about now. Yeah, it's Sharon Carter, and she's, like, undercover as, like, I'm here to babysit Steve Rogers, even though she thinks I'm just, like, his neighbor. Right, the secret neighbor next door. Yeah. Right. Um, come to find out that Winter Soldier's in the news, and he's, like, making an uproar, and Steve, does he realize right away that it's 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 Bucky? There's a scene where, like, he's wearing the mask, so he doesn't know it's him, right? Oh, right. And he throws his shield at him as he's running away, and Bucky just turns around and catches it. Do you remember that scene? Ah, that was pretty sick, with the metal arm and everything, all those reflexes. Yeah, and then he just throws it right back at Steve, and Steve catches it, but he, like, slides back, because he's so surprised that the Winter Soldier's, that, like, as strong as him, kind of. Yeah, what, what's he been what's his protein shake and what's his regimen <laughs> how do i get one of those arms and then it's not till later in the movie where his mask is removed and he realizes it's bucky but bucky does not remember him he's like who's bucky right i'm, I'm the winter soldier right <laughs> he's for sure in his emo phase right now with the long hair and black get up right he's a 
He's keeping it under wraps. He, no one, no one really knows his backstory except for Steve Rogers, who's rooting for him, right? Yeah, he's trying to save him, but everyone thinks, yeah, he is just this killer. And then um, we later realize that the head of Shield or whatever—I'm not sure how high level he is—but Robert Redford's character, oh yes, um, uh, Pierce, is actually a Hydra agent, and he's trying to take down Shield from within. And he's building like these um, monitoring like helicarriers that have guns that are like monitoring the U.S. citizens, right? Oh yeah, and that was. His whole plan that was all uh nick fury's doing right like he wanted this yeah. whole fleet and it was his all idea of this like uh supervision but it's too powerful mm-hmm. and robert redford was trying to um leverage that for hydra's plan right and uh steve also on the run figured this out and uh the ending scene is them at the hell carrier as it's falling down yeah and it's one of those like i have to replace this one part so that they'll malfunction and the virus will like defeat all the motherships okay <laughs> Makes total sense to us moviegoers. Uh, we get a lot of cool first-time action of Falcon in this movie. Um, I thought, like, in the comic books, they're like, okay, it's just this dude with wings. But when you see him in the movie, it's pretty cool how his wings kind of, like, glide and then, like, almost fold up again so he can, like, free fall and then open up again so he can, like, shoot back up. All while he's, like, shooting these guns. And it's, it's really cool. So, yeah, what's he coming up with? He's got those, like, mechanical wings that fly in and out. He's got those, like, small submachine guns that shoot out of his wings. Yeah. Uh, what's he got? He's got those cool goggles that are kind of like different <laughs> visions. They can see different thermal readings, maybe radiation, things like that, right? Yeah. So Sam Wilson, definitely like a hero ready. Like he's ready to join. Um, we get the scene where, uh, the final scene where Steve refuses to fight Bucky. Yeah. And eventually they fall and Bucky saves Steve out of the water, right? So meaning, I, I think this means like, okay, he remembers Steve now. Pretty, uh, pretty emotional there. But um, Winter Soldier, Bucky still leaves without saying goodbye right he just kind of goes back to the shadows not to uh right doesn't and stick around with steve Mm -hmm. uh we get a little bit of uh sam in ultron where he just mentions like i guess his mission during the events of ultron is trying to find winter soldier oh he's just talking to steve and like we're i'm still working on that missing missing person's case right which i think that's what's going on there even though we don't see winter soldier in ultron we don't see him again until civil war right the beginning of the movie the avengers are kind of of uh, working together and it feels like everything's fitting into plan they can uh, do this whole mission in Lagos and it's coming through kind of smoothly until it doesn't until it doesn't Wanda blows up some citizens yes um, Which then leads to, um, what's his name? General Ross, Thunderbolt Ross, uh, creating the Sokovia Accords. Right. And this, of course, divides the team um, where some want to go along with the Accords, sign their name, and agree to be under governmental rule, I guess, is the idea. Like they have to, um, before they go into action, they'll have to go through all the paperwork, I guess. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. They have to get authority from governments. And of course, uh, Cap is on the side of he doesn't want to sign. And Falcon kind of falls in suit right this movie i i flip every day every other day i'm switching between which is the best mcu movie this or infinity war me too and i say maybe this is it because of the way they weave almost like four different plots into one cohesive story one is the the civil war itself the two teams fighting each other over the sokovia Accords. all right two is they're hunting winter soldier down and they both both teams need want to find him first and of 
course, Steve wants to find him first so that he doesn't get, you know, arrested or killed, right? Mm -hmm. And then the next two, they're introduced two brand new characters that will eventually lead their own big franchises. So they're not just side characters. These are big characters in Black Panther and Spider-Man. Right. Awesome awesome storylines for them, too. So I, I, I still think Civil War is probably the best MCU. Just because it has a beginning and an end. If you think about it, it doesn't really have an end because we're still like leaving it in the open where the two sides hate each other. Yeah, I guess. But uh, I still think it's like one of the best told stories and how many things they could fit into it and still not feel like not feel like a movie where they just jam-packed all these characters. It feels like everything fits. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I guess Infinity War, because there's no complete end, they can kind of just throw stuff at the wall and put characters where they need to go um, yeah. as it's set up for the next movie. And you right. kind of do tight when the next movie you have to. And an endgame, I felt like, is not as good as these other two. So I guess Civil yeah. War is the most cohesive. Yeah, I think Civil War is great. And the this is also where we get our first introduction of Baron Zemo. Yes. Daniel. <laughs> Daniel Burrell. Daniel Burrell's character. He, um, supposedly we think that he is trying to bring up these, uh, like troops that have been frozen under ice like Winter Soldier, but they mm-hmm. were not be able, they were not able to be controlled as Winter Soldier, right? He, these, right. these, this crew are more like, uh, aggressive. They'll just turn on their masters. Right. And we think that he's trying to reactivate them, but in reality, he is just trying to lead the Avengers there so that they would destroy each other. And I, I, I like the Winter Soldier character. I like that he's like this torn character. And then they add this another layer to him in this movie that I wasn't expecting is that he's the one that killed Tony's parents. Oh yeah, Winter Soldier. And I'm and I'm just like, oh my god, like it's so hard to root for this guy now because <laughs> yeah, I'm torn. I don't know if I like him being a good guy. That's the thing. Does he know what he's done? Like every bit of it? Can he just call on those memories? Is there's a scene where him and Tony are wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. And then Tony is like, "Do you even remember them?" And he goes like, "I remember all of them." Oh. And then. <laughs> Like this pain in him that he did all these things that he couldn't control. So like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Like, I, I I see why they couldn't give him the shield. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. Like, I always thought he was going to get the shield the first time around because I always see him as he like walks around now. He's kind of has a heavy weight to him past his Winter Soldier persona. And I'm like, yeah. there's that scene with him and uh, Steve talking it through. And like, Steve says, you didn't do it. But he's like, but I did, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I think Winter Soldier is kind of like a very complex character. Yeah. And I don't, I want to see how they handle that moving forward, especially now with, without Steve, like to kind of like bounce be off the, of. Yeah. Kind of like be the, the guy that is protecting him in a way. Like you're not going to go against Captain America, but now that he's gone, <laughs> now that he's old, is the government going to go after Winter Soldier now for what he did? Or does, is he part of because of how he helped save the Earth during Endgame and win and Infinity War, so I don't know, but we knew we do know that the Shield does eventually go to Sam. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, where were we at? We were at Civil War, right? So yeah. um, <laughs> the first time we see Winter Soldier, isn't he like in a brace? Like they put him, they match his arm yeah. in that big brace. <laughs> so he can't get out. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a serious scene, but watching it, it's kind of funny because there's also the scene where he's like, uh, your mom's name is Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I know your mom. <laughs> I know your mom better than you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, 
Winter Soldier did kill Iron Man's parents, and that was what the crux was for defeat, like Baron Zemo pushing the two teams apart, mm-hmm. right? Crumbling right. via the Avengers. Because he doesn't like the idea of superheroes at all. Exactly, because they destroyed Sokovia and then kind of just like walked away. Pretty so, much. So totally get what Zemo's coming from. Um, and then Infinity War happens. Uh, Winter Soldier gets his new Wakandan arm. Oh, that's right. The the White Wolf has rested long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then we know what happens. They get snapped. Sam and Bucky get snapped. So they're both erased for five years. Right, right. Uh, and then I don't know if um, Emily Van Camp, Sharon Carter gets snapped. Maybe maybe we'll find out during the series. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, that's kind of a character. It's always been the sidelines. So we'll see what, what's up with her. She seems to have a more of a big role in this. And, you know what I do think, oh, though? Yeah. I do think that um, Baron Zemo got snapped and then returned, and that's how he is now like free. Oh, he escaped out of that glass prison that he was in? Yeah, because he was captured at the end of, of Civil War. So my guess is he got snapped, disappeared for five years, came back, and was no longer captured. I could believe that. I could believe that, because he seems like he's out for revenge. He's like... That was just a little dent he's, he did in Civil War. He's looking for more. He wants to end superheroes mm-hmm. then and there. Right. Um, but supposedly all those characters were kind of snapped until Endgame. Mm-hmm. And then Doc pulls in those portals with uh, with uh, Captain America in front of these hordes of Thanos' army. And um, the first he- voice we hear is Falcon on the on the little intercom saying, on your right. left, Cap. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a nod to uh, Winter Soldier. And he comes back. Um, Bucky even has like the thing moment with rac- Rocket Raccoon. Oh, yeah. He like picks him up and they do like the circle gunfire thing. I want that arm. <laughs> and then at the end of, of Endgame, we know Steve is going to return the stones, right? But he doesn't come back. And there's like a little nod before he leaves to Bucky. And I think Bucky knows that he's not coming back. Yeah, he can feel it that uh, had Bucky had that same option, he would just go back to home home time. Right. And just be with the people he loves, which is uh, he finally ends up with Peggy Carter. Now, moments later, we see old man Steve Rogers. So th- is that this timeline or is he from another timeline? <laughs> That's the thing, because it doesn't make sense if you think about it, where they always talk about we have to go back and fix what we messed up, as in return the stones. But we're not returning our Steve Rogers to where, you know? Yeah, because like... It's, if you think it's kind of selfish back, of him. <laughs> when he goes back and stays, there's two Steve Rogers in that time. The one that's with Peggy Carter and the one that's still frozen in the ice during that time period, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he grows old. So then during the events where he, Steve is then unfrozen, there's also two Steves. An old Steve and an unfrozen younger Steve. There is just the whole time he has to stay under wraps and be Peggy Carter's side piece, supposedly, right? <laughs> so Peggy, when she's talking to young Steve at like moments in uh, some of the movies, she's not telling him that like, you know, I've actually been with you my whole life. Yeah. She has to put on the front and just like act like he misses her, even though he's they're hanging out. <laughs> That's so weird. Like no one knows that she's with a man. <laughs> he's kind of a spy, you know, I guess he can kind of do all that. He kind of looks like Biden, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Steve for president. <laughs> Uh, and then he gives uh, Sam the shield and he says like, uh, I don't think I deserve it or whatever. And it's like, that's why it's yours. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel right. But uh, yeah, says, like that, yeah. it is yours. And uh, he takes up the shield and Sam Wilson is, is he the new Captain America? That's kind of the question of the show, right? That's what we're wondering who is taking up the mon- moniker. My question is, where does that shield come from? Because Captain America's shield was ripped in half by Thanos. You don't think he got, just got another one? Like, that you don't give him another one? Okay. I mean, like, Vibranium was pretty 
expensive. They're also like the government. They can find it somewhere. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like the government doesn't even want Sam. They create the US agent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's up with that? <sighs> Do we really need a Captain America? Like, why do they need to make a U.S. agent? Is there some, okay, so something they're hiding? Leading into uh, the show now, yeah. my speculations, I think, yes, the government wants a face, a Captain America face. They don't want Sam. Sam has been against the Accords, right? Oh, I see. That makes sense. Sam has been like a vigilante. Um, and I think we'll learn a little bit more secrets about the Super Soldier program and... Uh, what I think is, in the comics, we learned that Cap was not like the first test. Yes, I know what you're talking about. And um, uh, I forget the name of the African-American soldier they tested on, but it's like Isaiah Bradley or something like that. Something like that. Isaiah knows the first name from uh, yeah. this from Captain America, Red, White, and Black. Right. And then uh, I, th- I think like his great-great-grandson becomes Patriot in the Young Avengers, right? Right. I think this is going to come up in the series. I think Falcon's going to learn that they tested on African-American soldiers prior to Cap. And I think he's not going to want the shield after that. He's not going to want to be Captain America. And um, I think the Flag Smashers, these are like the vigilante group that seems like they have super strength also. Yeah, rocking those up. Uh, weird mask with like the handprint on it i bet they're using some kind of su- temporary super soldier serum also to give them temporary powers to do what they're doing and they have to stop them and I, my guess is they're trying to stop the spread of the super soldier serum oh as, as far as like making it like a black market thing that they don't want out right. there i like that because i know we are going to madripoor and that's yes like a seedy east asian city right so there's probably a black market there it could be some somewhere there they have to stop it right we, we know we're at the the docks at some point in the movie and to get there they have to team up with zemo you think so i'm back and forth on this whether they do team up or it just kind of looks that way in the shot of the trailer because it just how, how could you team up with baron zemo i think they're using him or they need him to get into these cd places so that they can take down the flag smashers who are using this super soldier serum to bring down governments or whatever and um i think the whole kind of like point of this show is that the whole like Captain America tradition and this great American hero is gonna they're gonna reveal like there's a, a dark side to it and all the testing that they did to get to that point and the evil side of it that they don't show and Sam's gonna learn this and he's gonna not want to be Captain America. Ah, okay. Because you know I always was kind of curious how he, why he became Captain America. It kind of was a weird look in the comics with him with the red, white, and blue look. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm wondering if he if he needs to take it up and take the the name because he wants it to mean something real not just to represent a flag and just to, re- to represent a country but maybe. mean something established right it's, it's not just u.s country but an idea maybe maybe he is trying to like show the history of it and not keep it like a secret yeah yeah but then what do we want for a wounded soldier right he um up till now he wasn't really a hero like he's working with cap and he's kind of just there because he's the friend that's tacking along uh i don't i would do we yeah. need a redemption from him right i think he is spending this whole time trying to redeem himself trying to do good things to just like balance out all the evil that he's done much like black widow has been doing right or oh, had yeah. been doing so i think he's trying to like you know do as much good as evil that he's done in the past so 
I think he's dealing with that. Um, I think he's also trying to deal with not killing Zemo. It's like <laughs> he's, they're going to be side to side again. And Zemo is the one that like made him flip during Civil War. Yeah. Uh, you know, all, like this whole crew is kind of like built around the military. So I'm curious how much of oversight they're going to have um, the government wise on this two two man team. Because it looks like in the yeah. beginning, they are like flying out in like a military airplane as they're doing their first mission. So I'm curious how, are they going to have to go on the run again? Or are they going to have to pick up some uh, baseball caps, aviator glasses, and leather jackets <laughs> so that they can't be seen? <laughs> Uh, so I think that's how it's going to play out. Like they're going to go on the run because they, they do learn what, what's going on. Yeah. I, I think they don't have the government behind them. Um, what I do think is uh, I heard that Don Cheadle will show up at one point. So they may have his assistance for something. But I think all in all, it's just them and Zemo trying to take down the Flag Smashers. Uh, okay. I could believe that if they are super powered, I could see why Zemo wants to stop that. Um, some other Captain America things uh, like, like Nuke from Jessica Jones, maybe that could be connected. He's kind of like a uh, sure evil Captain America type, and he, like you said, it's like a temporary power thing. That's his power set. He takes like pills or whatever instead of whatever yeah. these guys are taking. Could be connected to that. Um, curious about that. Maybe just someone on the team is named Nuke. Yeah, um, I feel like there's a lot of ways they could do- go with this. Maybe Patriot shows up, and then every like every series will have some kind of young Avenger in it. Oh yeah, okay. And um, but yeah, uh, another thing I thought was cool that I heard, but I don't take it with a grain of salt. I don't think it really is true. But we see Zemo now, comic book accurate with the mask, right? The purple mask. Sure. Uh, I read somewhere like, oh, he made this mask to look like, not to look like, but like to strike fear in some of the Avengers because it, it resembles Thanos. Oh. And it's like, <laughs> look at, the, like, I'm not trying to look like Thanos, be Thanos, but like, remember Thanos and like, your big failures. Right? So like, he's trying to bring that memory back. That's kind of funny. I guess it does look like him purple and <laughs> kind of look like this, his chin looks right. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's true. I think that it's just something someone said online. Okay. Maybe it's just some way to reason out him wearing a mask if he doesn't want, um, you know, vigilantes out there. Right. Well, when I, I wanted him to wear the mask in Civil War, because remember, he's like a Sokovian, like, agent or whatever, like, yeah. military agent. I wanted him to have, like, a mask that was, like, white, that he killed so many people, it got all bloody and dirty and eventually turned, like, muddy purple. Ew. I don't <laughs> like that. That's just unsanitary. <laughs> Well, we'll see. Um, the show comes out this this Friday already, yeah. so it's quick. I can't wait. This Friday, March 19th, you can uh, watch it and uh, tune in when we get into our recap for episode one. So what I did learn is there's only six episodes to the series. Oh, lame. <laughs> there's only six, and they're they're a little longer. I, I think originally WandaVision was also supposed to be six, but they wanted to divide it every time there was like a sitcom change. Uh, right. Okay, that makes sense. So it had to be more, but these are going to be shorter, shorter episode count, but longer per episode so I think it's closer to 50 minutes an episode okay I felt like each episode of WandaVision I was left wanting more um, mm. and I'm curious about this show because it is, it is more down to earth and um, you know how can it keep me on on track uh, keep me invested each week because uh, I want to know what the big question is are we just seeing who's the new Captain America and maybe what it is is who's going to take up the, the mantle yeah so we'll find out this Friday um, and then we'll do another recap and we'll be back on Monday for episode one um until then, guys, please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share the podcast. We're on all major podcast platforms. That's right. You can find us on all our social media. You can find us at the Reader 
Copy Podcast. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Let us know what you guys want for the show, guys. All right. We'll be back with our regular show on Wednesday. Uh, until then, Daniel, I don't know how you're going to do this because we haven't seen an episode yet, but could you please hit him with the outro? I don't know. what I, I don't got anything for you guys. <laughs> Just tune in. Uh, <laughs> watch, watch the episode and tune into our recap. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in today. All right. See you guys. Later. Later.